0: Welcome to Sideline Sleuths, a true crime podcast all about the tragic yet fascinating cases no one can seem to get enough of. I'm Megan. And I'm Jasmine. We're so glad you're listening. If you like being an armchair detective, you'll love being a sideline sleuth. Today we're going to talk about the 2014 disappearance of a 47-year-old man named Kenneth Veach, known as Kenny, who went missing in the Sheep Mountain Range in Nevada. Last week's case, this week's, and next week's all involve Nevada in some way, and I didn't mean to do that, but anyway. (laughs) Kenny went missing on November 10th, 2014, but his story doesn't start there. It actually starts about a month before that. But when he vanished, he told his family and friends that he was going to the desert for a quick overnight trip. That trip turned into nearly five years, and the only trace ever located was his cell phone. Many people, including other experienced hikers like Kenny, have disappeared in the desert. For sure. But this story seems different. So what happened to Kenny Beach? Here's what we know. It seems this all started on YouTube. A man named Paul Utz uploads videos under the name Son of an Area 51 Technician, where he tells stories that he heard over the years from his father who worked near the Nellis Air Force Base and Area 51. Oh. In one particular video, he tells a story about how some kind of energy source exploded. He said his father described the quote-unquote energy source as having organic components and that it, quote, almost like had a consciousness, end quote. What? So, Kenny leaves a comment on this video, and that's how the whole thing jumps off. Stay off YouTube, Kate. Yeah, stay away from Area 51. <laughs> the comments have since been disabled, but screenshots live on forever. Kenny using the username snakebitmagee comments, quote, that ain't nothing. I'm a long distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out by Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find. But as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was one of the strangest things that ever happened to me, end quote. That's creepy.
1: Well, honestly, when he started the sentence, I always go into every cave I found. I was like, we're different (laughs) kinds of
0: people. (laughs) Because I would have been like, and that's a place I'm not going. (laughs) So after some urging and at times criticism from other commenters, Kenny decides to try and find the cave a second time. Wow. In this video, he says the following, quote, I'm looking for a cave that I found and I didn't have a... I didn't have a sidearm when I was here before. And something about that cave just spooked me. Out of all the caves I've ever gone in, this one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go in there right now, but I'm going to come back someday. And I talked to some people on YouTube and I told them, um, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything to it, but it might be interesting. Uh, if I can find it, I've, I've got to relocate it. And this is a big mountain range. I'm in, the cave's shaped like a big M. It's a big cave that looks just like a gigantic M. And it's about as tall as I am and kind of narrow. And uh, it's stuck on the side of a mountain. So I hope I can find it again. If I do, I'm going in there. I'm going to put on my light, take my gun out, and walk in there. See if I find anything. We'll see. End quote. But he didn't find the cave that day. So this is, he actually posted a video of him. Yes. Okay. To, like looking for it. So the first time he just went on his own, he tells people about it. They, like, kind of egg him on. Yeah, like, go again, like, doubting him, I guess. Like, did it was it really real or did this happen? So he goes again and with a camera, but he doesn't find it. So after more comments and criticism, Kenny decides to set out again in search for the M cave. So this would be the third time. He said, quote, The region that I cover is vast. There are many caves. I have been in hundreds of them. The M cave is the only cave I have ever feared. I dare any of the people that like to run their mouths on here to join me. One comment, however, stands out, and that's the one I gave you a picture of right there. Someone using the username "Let Me Kill Mister," which is creepy anyway, said, "Quote: No, don't go back there. If you find that cave entrance, don't go in. You won't get out." End quote. On November twenty-second, twelve days after Kenny went missing, News Three Las Vegas reported that his cell phone had been located. Volunteers with the group Red Rock Search and Rescue found Kenny's phone near a vertical mine shaft. Red Rock Search and Rescue commander Dave Cummings said, quote, We found his cell phone close to a very vertical old mine shaft and we can't find another trail. It doesn't mean that he's down the mine shaft, but we have tracked him as far as we can, end quote. Experts were brought in to inspect the mine and found no signs of Kenny. So the following day, on November 23rd, the Red Rock Search and Rescue's Twitter said, quote, Kenneth Veach was not in the mine. We have track and new leads, end quote. I don't know what the new leads were, though. But basically, he goes into the desert on November 10th. He never comes home. On November 22nd, they find his phone, but not, like, any and other of his belongings. Them. Yeah, Or any sign of, he, like, he could have went anywhere. And he wasn't in the mine shaft where his phone was found. Right. So... A month after Kenny vanished, his girlfriend left the following comment on his last video. She said, quote, I didn't realize until today that there were comments on this hiking video. I am Kenny's girlfriend that he mentioned in the video. We went on many, many wonderful hikes together in our Nevada desert. Many of the hikes were eight or nine hours long, and we always took beautiful pictures. Kenny left for an overnight hike in the same area on Monday, November 10th. Today it is December 10th. He did not return when he was supposed to, and I called missing persons. They have been searching for him and have not found him. I did not want to leave this wonderful video and this site just hanging and having you wonder why he has not responded. James lacey one thank you for suggesting the GPS. I talked with him before about using GPS for safety reasons. He just never seemed to want to use one. He just loved being out in the desert and just finding his own way. I am aching with missing his physical presence. Please encourage all the solo hikers you know to use a GPS. End quote. So like all these people who told him to go out there were just waiting to see what happened, and then he just never got back to them. This is why you don't respond to internet trolls. That's true. But he was a brave man. Okay. In reference to Kenny's phone being found, his girlfriend said, quote, The phone looked like it was left on the ground by the mine. His pockets were deep. He would always wear military pants to hike in. They have very deep pockets. Yes, it is very odd that nothing else was found, no sleeping bag, no backpack, end quote. So nothing else belonging to Kenny has ever been located, just his phone. So his girlfriend said, I guess what she was meaning was that he wore cargo pants, which she said military pants, that have deep pockets whenever he went hiking. But his missing person profile said that he was last seen wearing blue jeans and a white shirt. So his phone could have fallen out of that. Easily. yeah. Yeah. So
1: I don't know. Maybe that's what he was last seen wearing, but oh, that's really confusing. Because she would have seen him, him go, he went, hike,
0: yeah, and like would he change the location? I don't think so. No. That seems kind of
1: strange. Overnight hikes seem strange to me, but that's just because I'm not a long distance hiker.
0: Or I'm not that adventurous. I mean, I like the outdoors, yeah. sort
1: of. I don't want to do it <laughs> at night alone. Facts. It's a desert. Doesn't it's, it get really cold in November? Yes. He's so, a brave
0: soul. So what happened to Kenny Beach? As with all the missing person cases we talk about here, there are plenty of theories circling the internet. Did the cave have some sort of supernatural powers? Did he stumble upon something that he wasn't meant to see? Was he a victim of foul play for some other reason? Did he stage his own disappearance to start a new life somewhere else? Did he get lost and die due to element exposure? Honestly, I don't believe in aliens. And before you alien enthusiasts come for me, let me explain. I do believe that there is life on other planets, but I just think it's more likely, like, bacteria, a single-celled organism and not a little green man in, like, a hovercraft. I wasn't really buying the whole organic component energy source with a consciousness taking over a cave and sending bad vibrations into the body of an avid hiker. So that just didn't seem... Like, doesn't this seem crazy <laughs> that when you say it makes that? it
1: sound yeah. ridiculous.
0: So that seemed like not what could have happened to Kenny Beach. Because, I mean... How could that be? So I started Googling stuff. Oh, yes. And I came across this article that literally popped up on my Facebook the same day that I started my Kenny research about a bacteria that could have evolved to eat plastic. And then I was like, so maybe. <laughs> like, that seems kind of <laughs> crazy. Waited. And then I ended up going down this, like, whole TED Talk rabbit hole with this girl named Morgan <laughs> who, like, literally they, they like, wanted it to eat the trash in the ocean or something. It was this crazy oh, thing. So that seemed pretty cool. But then I was like... I literally know nothing about science in the (laughs) world, so maybe that's possible. That I don't know. That this energy source, yeah, something basically, yeah. I don't. What do I know? So it could. I guess it it could be. But something that seems way more likely to me is that it was maybe just the acoustics of the cave giving Kenny those bad vibrations. The mysterious universe article about Kenny's disappearance says, "quote." Depending on their depth and dimensions, caves can produce a wide variety of harmonics, resonances, frequencies, and echoes, some of which can combine to have a profound effect on humans and the psyche. In particular, the frequency of 110 Hz has been found to particularly influence human senses to the point that researchers believe that human cultures who engage in cave chanting or seek spiritual enlightenment will congregate in caves that happen to have this frequency even if they do not realize what this frequency is. Indeed, many cathedrals are acoustically designed in order to achieve this particular resonance, end quote. Ah. So, that seems way more plausible to me than it being a supernatural Area 51 kind of cave, otherworldly creature vibe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I also feel like if you're hiking in that area, a lot of people are,
0: like, looking for something So, you're, like, you're susceptible to... I don't know. You know, people can they can tell yeah, you something yeah. and then like, you're and then open you to it. it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Which so, maybe you
1: just was open to maybe. the idea.
0: Or it was know. just creepy
1: acoustics, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand walking toward a cave and you vibrating. Yeah. But I also don't know what uh, explosion that has a consciousness looks like. <laughs> or
0: I don't even know what that means, really. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. So... Let's talk about some other theories before I tell you a rabbit hole that made my brain hurt. Oh, I'm so so excited. First, death due to element exposure. This definitely seems likely. Kenny was known to go on dangerous hikes with bare minimum supplies, and we know he didn't like to take a GPS either. By his own admission, his hikes were brutal. He said, quote, after one of my long hikes, some of my toenails turn black and fall off. It takes me about three days to recover from the abuse I put myself through, end quote. Why would you do this? People just are driven differently. For this specific hike, he said, quote, it's a 10-hour hike, no trails, very dangerous terrain. So So easily, just one slip, nobody knows where you're at. Yeah. The Sheep Mountain Range is home to a lot of creatures and some that might not be so friendly, like mountain lions and snakes. The winters are freezing cold, and the summers are long and dry. According to NevadaWilderness.org, the valleys can reach temperatures as high as 117 degrees in the summer. But Kenny went missing in November. So a quick Google search of what the weather is typically like in Nevada's sheep range said the average high is 53 and the average low is 41, which doesn't seem too bad. But yeah. I don't think that includes, like, overnight. That's just, like, yeah, the day. I don't know. Kenny said, quote, I solo hike across mountaintops that most people wouldn't dare go. I have been in more caves than I can count. I play with rattlesnakes for fun. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, so he's a little daredevil. Yeah. So I think it's totally believable that maybe he overestimated his own abilities and got himself into a situation that he couldn't get out of. He left the following comment on a YouTube video. I have been doing this sort of thing for over 20 years. I go where no one goes. I never take anyone with me. I find skulls of all shapes and sizes and occasionally I find really old animal traps. I hike over mountaintop after mountaintop and sleep on peaks under the stars. Sometimes I have to scale giant cliffs to get myself out of a jam, but I always make it back. I'm beat up and tired, and my pack is almost always heavier than when I left. I had to be rescued only one time by a helicopter. I had blown out my left leg at the top of a mountain, and I only had one cup of water left to get me 20 miles back to my truck. It was over 100 degrees out, so I have a very good safety record. End quote. Until he didn't. Yeah. But That's that comment, good... huh? Go ahead. That comment makes it seem like maybe he was experienced and smart enough to not put himself in a situation where he'd get to the point of no return. Yeah, 20 years. 20 years of one safety. Yeah, one. One rescue issue. What were you going to say, though? Before I interrupted? I don't remember. I don't listen to myself, girl. (laughs) (laughs) An article in the Nevada Current about Kenny's disappearance said, Even with his impressive track record, Kenny was at a disadvantage to the elements. He was drunk with internet courage, searching for an elusive cave in the Mojave Desert, one of the hottest and driest regions on the planet." So, does it really matter how experienced or how fearless you are when that's what you're up against? Probably not. Kenny's story really reminds me of two other disappearances we've covered here. One, the 2013 disappearance of Brandon Lawson in Texas, and the other, the 2010 disappearance of Ben McDaniel in Florida. Brandon's probably because the terrain is similar-ish, Brandon was in a low-trafficked, desert-like place that was actually less treacherous than where Kenny went missing. But lots of people have proposed that Brandon died from element exposure, so that mm-hmm. it's certainly possible Kenny did. The other disappearance, uh, the one of Ben McDaniel, I personally believe that one was a staged disappearance, but a lot of people believe he got himself into a dangerous situation while diving in a cave yeah. that he couldn't get out of, which could be what happened to Kenny. If you haven't listened to episode six which is Ben's disappearance. You should do that after this episode. It talks about the narrow openings inside the cave and how there was enough space for a person to go in, but not enough space for them to be able to turn around and get back out of, which is terrifying. So maybe Kenny went in somewhere and he couldn't get back out. Right, he stops in every cave he sees, yeah. even if it's not the M cave. Yeah, that's, that was, was my next aliens. sentence. <gasps> wow. Maybe it was the M cave, maybe it wasn't. And you're oh. like, even if it's not the M cave. Weird. Yeah, vibing every year. Yeah but not vibes that make our body shake (laughs) yeah not bad vibrations the next theory is a stage disappearance why would Kenny Beach a proud adventurer self-proclaimed cowboy daredevil want to desert his life and start over so really the only thing I found that makes me think that yeah maybe he faked all of this and is just living his life somewhere else is the mind shaft and I'll tell you why so his girlfriend said it looked like his phone was purposely put down on the ground and not like it fell out of a pocket mm. and the search and rescue team found it near a vertical mine shaft well in the very beginning of the video when he was looking for the m caves this would have been his second trip you know the one where he posted that he so the first one is where he posted that he found it and everybody's like yeah no, right didn't. the second one is where he goes to look again so in the very beginning of that video. He says, well, he sees an old vertical mine shaft. And he says, quote, this is kind of iffy. Um, I'm going to step on this thing. It's very old, but I'll just show you down inside that hole. It goes way, way, way down in there. If you fell, that would be it. You'd be a goner. It's a long way down. End quote. So he knows to be careful around it. But how, like, I don't know. Was it the same... Vertical I don't think it was shaft. the same one. But he
1: just knows vertical mind shafts in But the it just
0: seemed so desert. purposeful. Like he shows you the thing. He's like, "Man, if you went in there, like you'd be gone." And then they yeah. find his phone sat right on the next, ground outside yes. of one. So maybe it was like he right. set that up. Yeah. So, so people would know. Like the phone was planted there, and like so people find the phone, they're like, "Oh, well, if you fell in one of those, you'd, you'd be a goner." Yeah. Because he literally just told you that. So like, what are the odds that he but shows? They didn't you? find his body. They didn't find any no. hint of him. But they also didn't find that in Ben McDaniel, and yeah. people still think he's in that cave, which is true. Dumb. He could have been yeah but what are the odds that he shows you a vertical mine shaft and then he's like man if you fall down on those you'd never yeah. live and then shortly after that he goes missing on a hike and his phone is found outside of a vertical mine shaft like yeah it just that seems fishy to me yeah 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 i'm with you so some people have speculated that maybe he's faked his own death to escape some financial problems and there was a youtube video where he was trying to do like an online submission to shark tank and it's really it's I'm embarrassed for him. It was uncomfortable to watch. Uh, and another one... they always so good on Shark Tank. It's yeah. polished. Go ahead. Yeah. And another one where he was trying to sell himself with his house. So he was proposing... Come again? The, <laughs> he was proposing the idea that he's that somebody buy his house. like, But that they... He gets to continue to live in it. And he is like the caretaker of the home. It was bizarre. Uh, it was really weird. So to me, it seems like he could have been in some kind of financial jam. Like he's trying to get some money on Shark Tank. He's trying to sell his house and his body with the house <laughs> like so he
1: sell himself into okay yeah yeah servitude. Of, yeah, yeah it's gonna say yeah. i'm like not slavery
0: but it's yeah. weird sis. something weird okay kenny the third theory is suicide could kenny have taken his own life in another youtube post made by his girlfriend she said the following which helps us get a better understanding of kenny's mental state at the time he went missing she said quote He left at 6 a.m. for this about one hour drive to where he would park to start his hike. With all of that I've put together from conversations and where he was in life, I believe he took his own life. I could see his depression increase due to money issues. He had quit his job of 17 years about 14 months before he disappeared and was living on his retirement money. He was running out of money, had not created the money he had hoped to doing a business on his own. He did open up and talk with me about his suicidal thoughts he had had for years. As he said for most of his life, his father committed suicide with a gun when Kenny was in his early 20s. I don't know if Kenny left in the morning with the intent or if the decision was made after he was on his hike. I was with search and rescue when they got the okay from the police to search his house. His gun was not there, so we know he took it with him. Yeah, he he said always was gonna go on the cave with a gun yeah. though. That was exciting. the second trip, not the third trip. Oh, okay. okay, But still, he probably took yeah. it again. So he always took it on our camping trips and always took it on long desert hikes. What I found odd is that his video camera was left behind, but his regular camera was found in his home, so we figured he took this photo camera. A search done of his computer and the history showed that he had recently been reading several articles on suicide, and he had the words help me written several times in one of his searches. He only said it to me once, that if he decided to do it, he would not do it in his home, and that no one would ever find him. I am only guessing, but I feel he said this because of the memories of his dad after suicide and knowing what it was like. So with the helicopter flyover and not a trace of Kenny or any of his things, I feel it it would be very difficult to find him. He may have had a specific place in mind, but as he said in his video, there are hundreds of caves and mines all over the area. This is merely my opinion, and I could be wrong, but it is based on my many, many conversations with Kenny and information gathered from search and rescue, much more than I can write in a post." So he took his camera on the second hike, because we know this because he uploaded a video to YouTube. But on his third hike, he didn't take it. So that kind of makes it seem like he intended to never come back. Yeah. And never proved to anyone that he yeah. made it anyway. If he found it, he didn't think. find it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is possible that Kenny went out there to kill himself, or maybe when he couldn't find the M cave, the idea came to him then. I mean, he was facing a lot of online criticism and it was like getting to him the pressure to do what these people wanted about not finding the cave and like how he was so afraid to go in it. They were giving him a hard time. So maybe in his already mentally fragile state when he couldn't find the cave, he decided to kill himself rather than return and face that again. Gosh, it's just YouTube people. Yeah. I feel bad, but I, but I, okay. So while perusing Reddit for research, I came across what someone called high altitude suicide risk, and then I turned to my friend Google. So you know this that there's thing? yes. So you know there's a portion of the country called the Bible Belt. Oh yeah. Well, Are we in it? yeah. The area of Montana, Wyoming, New Mexico, and Utah has been given the name the Suicide Belt. So I found an article from the Salt Lake Tribune called University of Utah research shows high altitude linked to depression and suicidal thoughts. Utah has a really high suicide rate at 4.9%, it's the fifth highest in the nation, while Connecticut has a rate of 3.3%. Utah's average altitude is 6,100 feet, and Connecticut's is 490 feet. University of Utah researchers came to the following conclusion, quote, growing evidence based on large data sets suggests that altitude of residents is specifically associated with increased risk of suicide and depression, end quote. I had no idea. I think that's crazy. I mean, aren't there other factors? I feel like if you're in Utah, there's not a lot going on. That's true. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah. It's a little more popping. Yeah, I'd much rather live in Connecticut. Yeah. So, I believe in one of Kenny's videos, he talks about sleeping under the stars on a peak around 9,000 feet. So, definitely a high altitude. They said the average in Utah is, and he wasn't in Utah, he was in Nevada, but the average in Utah is 6,100 feet. So this right. is like way up there. yeah. yeah and yeah, they're yeah. saying the higher the altitude, the higher wilder. the increase. Yeah. So that's really high. Those same researchers also suggested that perhaps high altitude can make antidepressants less effective. Oh, do we know that he was on those? No. Oh, but we, we know the general. Yeah. The general trend is. Yeah. So according to Michael Staley, Utah's psychological autopsy examiner, which honestly sounds like a really cool, also morbid <laughs> job. Like, and it's like a legit government job. He works for the office of the medical examiner for the state of Utah. But he said, this is how the Salt Lake Tribune article summarized it. Quote, Low atmospheric pressure at high altitudes causes declining blood oxygen levels. This affects the body's levels of serotonin, the chemical that helps regulate mood. The U researchers wrote, adding that lower oxygen also impairs energy flow through our brains. End quote. Wow. So I, I mean, p- that is why in like those high
1: alt- altitude places, you can go to like the oxygen yeah. lounges, and they like put yeah. like essential yeah. oils in there that make you like boost your mood.
0: Have you seen the Percy Jackson movies? No. Oh, I just keep thinking about when they're in the casino, like the lotus flower one, and they're like giving them stuff to like boost. That's, them. Yeah, that's what made me think about. I it. Gotta watch. Okay. I gotta watch them. I can't believe you haven't watched them. Oh, Have you read them? No. What? I know I teach reading. I know. It's okay. <laughs> and the last theory is foul play, but this one is multifaceted because it could be that he stumbled upon something he wasn't supposed to see, like government secrecy type true, stuff, true. or maybe it was just like a drug deal or somebody ditching a body. And, like I said earlier, this puts me in the frame of mind of Brandon Lawson's disappearance. I yes. think that Brandon likely did stumble upon something he wasn't supposed to see and was murdered because of it. But I can't get behind the whole government secrecy, conspiracy, Area 51 thing, and Kenny being killed because of that. Because, honestly, who else is out there? It's the desert. Yeah, it's the desert. Okay. And so foul play just doesn't seem likely to me. What I do think, honestly, I think Kenny either left on his own to start a new life or he committed suicide. And his girlfriend's comments are really what make me think that. She said, Kenny absolutely loved hiking in the desert. It was his very, very favorite thing to do. We hiked and camped together all over the Nevada desert, sometimes nine hours a day. We found many abandoned mining towns, usually referred to as ghost towns, by Nevada hikers. Cool. I actually, my ex husband and I used to do this, go ghost town hunting. I have a whole album on Facebook called Ghost Town USA. Really? And we like found all kinds of cool, like an old abandoned bank that had an empty safe in it, like That's all kinds so of cool, cool stuff. I'll tell you about that some other time. But anyway, so we explored many caves and mine shafts. We were always careful how we explored them, but Kenny was a bit more daring than I was. We wore snake guards, sun protected clothing, used walking sticks, brought enough water and food for the hiking hours, and had extra water and food in the car. I want you to know that I do not think Kenny had an accident. I believe he committed suicide. He battled depression for many years and would not take medication, so he wasn't. I had totally forgot about that. Or see a doctor. He quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared. The search for him started just within a couple days of my call. Over 30 search and rescue team members searched three different times on foot. One helicopter flyover was done, and there was no trace of Kenny or any of his camping things. They found his car in the area that that I told them it would be. They did find his cell phone by the mine shaft in the video. The mineshaft was only about a four hour hike from the car. So it was the mineshaft in the video. If I'm so- Yeah. Okay. Oh stage. yeah, now I really think that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Sometimes I do this and then like we don't record it for like a little while and yeah, I forget is- what I said. So <laughs> You um, did all the research. Yeah. <laughs> it's my feeling that he left it behind so that he could not be tracked from the GPS on it. Oh. He also did not take his video camera with him on the solo hike. It was left in his home. So he had no intention of filming anything. End quote. The last part really got me. So he sent out on this M cave hike number three to appease the other YouTubers and he never comes back, but he didn't take his video camera with him. So what was he really doing? Yeah. It it could have been for them. Yeah, it wasn't for them. It makes me feel better. Trolls don't have any power. Yeah. But it makes me feel sad. So earlier I said I wanted to tell you about this rabbit hole that made my brain hurt. So are you ready?
1: Okay, thank you. I forgot about it. I was having so much fun.
0: So there is a theory that maybe this whole thing is a hoax. And by whole thing, I mean the whole thing. Like, the M-Cave never existed, but not only that, that Kenny Veach never existed. What? For one, there's only one news article about Kenny's disappearance, and all it says is that the cell phone of a missing hiker was found. So What, Megan? No one picked this up at the time it was happening. There's, like, a little bit of, like, aftermath coverage, kind of like what we're doing. Yeah. But, like, a summary and theories and YouTube stuff, but when he actually vanished, not a single news source picked it up this could only happen in this day and age yes like oh man so like 12 or 13 days later they're like a cell phone found of missing hiker but like nobody ever even told you a hiker was missing oh. and they definitely they didn't name him no they did in the cell phone video but like right, right but it just like there was no like law enforcement saying like we're looking for this person oh. it was just the search and rescue people who were looking so kenny seemed to document hikes often oh. through like videos or photos, so how is it that he didn't take a photo of the cave's entrance? I read through several Reddit threads about his disappearance and this was a common question posed there. To many it seemed obvious that the cave never existed and that maybe Kenny just went to end his life either through suicide or he he wanted to end his life as he knew it and maybe start over so he concocted this story to maybe sound more mysterious but secondly his YouTube account was really new he only had five videos uploaded in total, and four of them were in October of 2014. Okay. So, which is right when he before. allegedly found the mysterious M cave, only to vanish weeks later in search of the elusive cave again. So, did Kenny ever exist? Or was this some sort of scam or game for someone? Maybe someone who wanted to hype up all the alien conspiracies surrounding Area 51 and the nearby Air Force Base.
1: Wow. There have
0: been no other comments from anyone else in Kenny's life looking for him or missing him. Just his girlfriend. I just got like goosebumps. What? And her only comments are on YouTube videos that either she has uploaded or he has uploaded. There is- There's not like anybody picking it up for like- There's no interviews with anybody. Nobody else- No parents, no friends, no brothers, no sisters, no nieces, nephews, nothing. And he's almost 50. He's got to know somebody else. Nobody from this job he had for 17 years. What? The only thing – like there's one news article and it's 12 days later, no family interviews, nobody else coming forward –
1: Megan, I feel so bamboozled right now.
0: Like, okay, so when I got that, I was like, they're like, but is Ken even real? I was like, hold on. I need to finish all <laughs> my other research before I attack that is this person that we say is missing, is he even a real person?
1: It makes me so upset at 2019. Yeah. Like, how can you create an entire – I mean, this didn't happen in 2018, But still, like but in, still, in this yeah, time this brand, day and yeah. age, you can really create an entire
0: – And then kill them off.
1: What the heck?
0: So. Well, then that's what – I mean
1: – if his account didn't start until October yeah. on YouTube, I feel like you are, are you're a person. But that like this is a person. I mean,
0: this is a person. There's a man here. We have photos. There are videos of him. But like, is yeah. he Kenny Beach? Yeah, he's some guy. And is this guy missing?
1: Wow, I wish I had like face recognition.
0: software. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe someone will hear this and then like they're smarter than us mm-hmm. and they can be like. I know him or I can figure yeah. out who he is. That's, or something. that's Kevin. Maybe he yeah, maybe he has an iPhone and they like scan your faces now, you know? And we can run it through there. Maybe somebody wow. who works for Apple, are you hearing me? Uh, can I dunno help us out. Go through your database of our faces that you scan to unlock our phones and find out if this man's Kenny Beach. Wow. So
1: again, what
0: a twist. So I know. <laughs> so if he was real, I think it was Planted, yeah, he did this. Either to kill him, like he either he left either to end his life physically or end his life that he was living to go be somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think he's a victim of foul play. I don't think it was element exposure. I don't think it was some sort of accident. Don't think it was aliens. Yeah, don't think it was aliens. So two percent chance it was
1: aliens, guys. Two
0: (laughs) percent. She's giving them a little credit. So either if he's real, he did this on purpose. But is he even real? Yeah. Now that I'm thinking
1: about the girlfriend's like two cents about it, she was. Very much involved in the search effort, which I don't necessarily think. I mean, I don't think the girlfriend's the first person that you involve in a yeah. search effort and the first person that has anything to say about it. Yeah. I feel like The that's only person who has anything to say about it. Yeah. And she's the like, only oh, person. We did,
0: yeah. I like, I know his change. dad is deceased, but like, he knows no one else. 17 yeah. years at one job. Like, I've yeah. been at this job for three years. And if I went missing someone, we would one all the other sound going Yeah. yeah. Give Jasmine is going to have a missing an interview. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Like, so. I At the very know. least, I'll do an episode. I'm Thank just you. kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> so my friends, um, Ariel and Amanda, they have a podcast, Homicide Homegirls. I posted about it on the Sideline Sleuth Facebook the other day. Yeah. But anytime one of us, like Ariel will be like, hold on. Sorry, Ryan. Ariel will be like, I'm going to kill my husband. And I'll be like, hey, do it in a really cool, bizarre way that's going to make for a great <laughs> episode. And then she'll be like, okay, cool. I got you. So, yeah, we're always like, hey, if you die, I, I want exclusive rights to your life story for my podcast. So,
1: so It's a compliment. Yeah, it really
0: is. <laughs> Whatever happened to Kenny Veach that day in November of 2014 remains a mystery. Today, he would be 52 years old. He is about 5 foot 8 inches tall and weighs around 140 pounds. He has brown hair and brown eyes. If you have any information about Kenny or his current whereabouts, please call Detective Dan Holly at 702-828-5705 or the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department at 702-828-315. One, one. But again, there's been no law enforcement interviews. Oh. So right. I don't know why we're calling Detective Dan. Holly. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry, Dan. We just blown up your phone. <laughs> but that's what the missing person like profile said to call him. Wow. But they've never said call us. Wow. What's Detective Dan? Dan Hawley. Holly. Well, that sounds kind of made up, too.
1: And actually, I did Google that number, and I don't know if it came back <laughs>
0: to a Dan Hawley.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys, if we're sending you on a wild goose chase. Google him and see if he's a real detective. I, I want to know. know if Kenny has a social security number. I got questions. Oh. They have an
0: Ancestry.com, like, membership where you can search up death records and stuff. Oh, but they haven't declared him dead. I wonder if I can search uh, birth records, though. I wonder, too. Yeah.
1: Well, will we'll update you later, guys. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sideline Sleuths. If you have any comments or questions about this case or just feedback about the show in general, you can find us online at Facebook.com slash